You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to another episode of Scaling Your Business. I am your great host, David Andrus, and it is an extreme pleasure to announce my next guest. He comes with a whole background of creativeness and musicianship. Without further ado, this is Dylan Andrus. How are you, Dylan? Pretty good. How are you? Good, real good. So I am going to ask a lot of questions. Again, the, the premise of this show is to really take the advice and the experiences from all walks of life, not that just of a, a business owner, but like yourself, a musician, or maybe a doctor, or maybe an attorney, or maybe a supervisor, or a manager, and, and different business professionals, and really kind of see where they come from, what they're looking to do, and ultimately how they're trying to grow their business. Anything we do, obviously, we're trying to be productive and we're trying to make things better for our careers or for our jobs or for our businesses. And that's kind of what we want to hear and, and touch on with you today is those experiences that you could share with us in the music field. So there's a lot of musicians out there, obviously, and you are one of the biggest up and coming stars throughout the country, but definitely big here in Cleveland. So we definitely want to get some advice from you. So that being said, Dylan... Let's hear it. Why did you want to become a musician? You're flattering me, up and coming. <laughs> Boy, you're already here. Um, yes, I am. And I'm happy to share. You know, I can't point to any one moment in my life where I really remember thinking that I want to be a musician. As a kid, you know, I, I had a lot of different, what's the word? Influences. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't influences, but, you know, different, I guess. Yeah, there were a lot of different things growing up that kind of spoke to me when it came to music. You know, a lot of video games I played had a lot of rock music in them, movies and stuff I would watch. But probably the the biggest thing that that sparked music for me was my, my friend across the street, Bob R.I.P. He, he was the first one to really show me all of the heavy metal that that I love so much. And after that, I mean, it was all kind of game over. Then nothing else really really ever spoke to me like some of that music. And when you say it spoke to you, in what ways did music kind of speak? Was it just emotional feel? Was it something that brought a vision to you? What were those things that was coming to you? I think what spoke to me most about it was just, you know, with rock music especially, was that it it was just so heavy and driving and it, it made me want to move. There, there hadn't been music I'd really listened to at that point that had, you know, brought up such feelings in me as Metallica and, and Black Sabbath. Got it. Makes sense. Now, you've shared with me some things before this that it was said that your parents made you listen to Baby Mozart as a kid. Oh, they yeah. Something to do with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it did. You know, I mean, yeah, as a kid, there were there were so many different kinds of music I heard. And, you know, when I was young, it, it didn't really click in my head like it does now. But I, I'm sure that being around so many different kinds of music, whether it be Baby Mozart or Poison Karaoke covers in the car, you know, it, it all made an impact on me. And, and I think kind of has all come together to make me into the musician I am today. 
And what would you say as far as a musician? What what type of musician are you? What do you is it something you play? Is it something you sing? What makes you a musician? I think what makes somebody a musician. I mean, I guess I can only speak for myself. What makes me a musician is you know there there's this certain sort of feeling and, and flow state that you kind of get into when you're playing, and when you can express yourself freely through vibrations that aren't vocal you know through notes and sounds and stuff to be able to do that in a way that other people can understand is what makes you a musician you know i mean you could tap a drum beat on the desk or you know you see people play spoons or you could play the guitar whatever it is if you can make music you can find it anywhere yeah and i think that's so so big and key in what you said it's that vibration that feeling music really is a universal language to me right so like you can always find yourself tapping your finger to a music song or tapping your foot or just feeling better putting you in a different state it is such an incredible experience because it's not just a it's not a verbal language as much as it is that energy that feeling that vibe you can cry to a song you can be happy with the song so when you do play and and you're out playing which we'll touch on what are some of the instruments that you do play? I play guitar mostly. I play in a few different bands. I play bass in another band. In my free time, when there is any, I like to play the drums as well. I do a bit of singing. I played the trumpet in fourth grade, but that's about as far as the list goes for me. I, I bought most of my time to play the guitar. For sure. And fast. Yeah, I, I've slowed down a little bit recently. You know, there is a lot to, you know, when I was younger, I mean, I just wanted to play fast and loud all the time. But as I've gotten older, I've noticed and learned a, a lot more about the nuance of playing and how playing lighter and slower can contrast playing fast and, you know, make for some beautiful stuff. Sure. And definitely make you grow as an artist, right? A- absolutely. Yes. Cool. So, Let's talk about your bands, right? And and people think a musician and, you know, when you have a band, most people don't put it in the mind of, hey, this ultimately is my business because you're the forefront of the band, correct? Correct. So there's a lot that goes in that. Obviously, everybody loves to play music or wants to play music, whatever the case may be. But in the situation what you're doing, you're ultimately created a band. You had an idea, you created a band, and now you're trying to promoted i'd imagine correct yeah so in a sense it's a business you know and and i know you have you have an llc to it but there's a lot to that and when i started a business you know you needed that game plan you need to put everything on paper you need to know what avenues you're going to reach for execution and ultimately how to build my brand and and bring in revenue right so same way I'd imagine with the band, correct? It's similar, but there definitely is a fine line between, you know, what my brain thinks of as a business and the band. While you have to look at, you know, any sort of creative endeavor that you're pursuing as something that you want to promote and share and get people interested in, like a business, you don't want it to feel like a chore because that's a fast track to burnout. I, I've been down that path plenty of times and it's not fun, but you know. At the end of the day, you still have to realize that you're making music because that's what you love to do. And that's why you're here on this earth is just to play because you have the power to do so. So thinking about it like a business is crucial to being successful and and taking, you know, whatever your project is forward in the world, you know, assuming that you want to have 
you know, more people listening to your music and, and stuff like that. But you shouldn't let the dream get away from you, the creative aspect. You know, you shouldn't let that turn into a chore because if it does, then you're going to hate doing it. And, you know, that's the last thing that I would want, at least. Right. And I, you know, myself personally, and I tell a lot of, a lot of business owners and we talk and we interview, you know, the biggest thing that drives us is just our passion, you know, and you, you definitely have to have a passion for what you do. And, and if you don't, you will fall into what you, what you just said, you know, it will be a chore, it will be a job. So that passion, you really have to truly love what you do. You have to make sure that this is what wakes me up in the morning, you know? So I totally agree with that. There's different avenues of your band and, and promoting you and things. What are some of those things that have helped you become successful? Ultimately, again, I know it's the music, but a lot of it, you know, sometimes I think if, if you build it necessarily, they won't come. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you play it or if you create the music for it, what is it that has built you to the level where you're at now? You know, there's plenty of avenues that I've used to get in front of people's faces, whether it's social media or playing live events or even just going around and meeting other musicians around town. But I think the most important aspect of it is momentum. You know, once you kind of get the ball rolling, it's easier to keep it rolling and get it going faster. So something that I'm very adamant about with my projects is continuing momentum, whether that's in my own practice or my online presence or, you know, how many gigs we're playing, the more you can get people to kind of come out and, you know, promote your stuff and be engaged with what it is that you're doing, the more that people will continue to do it and the numbers will slowly start to grow exponentially. You know, everybody's got a friend. So let's say you play a show and there's only 10 people there, you know, you go and you give it your all, but there's 10 people those 10 people might have five friends each. So, I mean, you know, if they go talk to all their friends, I'll go check out this band. Even if only half of them do it at your next show, maybe you'll have 35 people and you just got to keep the ball rolling and always be doing something because if you drop that momentum, you know, it's, it's, it's a very fast paced world these days. It's easy for people to move on and forget about things. So staying in people's faces is definitely probably the most important part of it. I would say. Great advice. I mean, obviously it's advice, but that's coming from your experience. But I mean, that's huge, even in my businesses and in the world of even if it's sales or whatnot, that momentum is everything because you, you build up, you build up. And, and when the going's good, you keep getting it and you keep going. You, right. know, you don't know when that'll fall off. So the best thing to do is when you build it, you continue pushing and pushing and pushing. So very, very awesome experience and advice. On that note, as far as the marketing and what you do in your field, I'm sure is word of mouth, correct? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. And then in all businesses, obviously, we always say that's one of our prime sources of business. On the marketing side and in social media, how do you find that has helped increase or has that helped increase your business? You're saying like- The social media, do you post? Do you Does that help push your business? Do you- run ads? How do you, how do you get your business out that way? So I mean, yeah. if you do, or if you don't, how does that, has that helped or has that not helped? Yeah. You know, with, with social media and things like that, the important thing is that you're always putting out good content. You know, if you're just kind of posting whatever, it's not going to gain as much traction. The way these, these algorithms work on all of these platforms is it's going to push the content that, you know, people are actually going to want to see. I don't know how it works. It just does work like that. When you're posting more quality stuff, it's going to be seen by more people. So 
Sometimes I will be more reserved about what I'm sharing just because, you know, maybe there's a, a patch where there's not as much going on in the band, you know, and instead of wasting my momentum posting every day and having my numbers dwindle, I always try to make sure that, you know, everything I'm posting is of quality. So that way it's getting the maximum amount of reach to all of my followers and stuff. Cool. Awesome advice. And we'll give all your information at the end so everybody can see exactly what you do for social media and hear you a little bit as well. Meanwhile, when we're talking about business, when we're talking about growing, ultimately you have a vision. What does success mean to you? What is your vision? What do you see yourself as, as a success? Well, personally, a success for me would be able to sustain myself while playing music. If I can pay my bills, have a roof over my head, eat while playing music. I mean, that's a success in my book. I mean, I'd love to take it as far as I possibly can. You know, everybody wants to play big arenas and and sell a million records and stuff. But, you know, you you still got to keep a real head on your shoulders. So I just love playing music. And if I can live my life doing that as an occupation, I could die happy. There you go. It's about that passion. You know, again, we've had previous individuals speak. It's it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, this huge, huge success for, as far as being worldwide known. More importantly, it's about doing what you love, having a passion for it and surviving, right? So in three years, where do you see yourself? Where do you see your bands? Where do you see yourself personally? In three years, I would love to be on the road touring, still making records. You know, a lot of the same stuff I'm doing now. I've kind of recently come to this pretty amazing part in my life where I'm getting to do so many of the things that I had always dreamed of doing. So right now I'm kind of like, what's next? You know, it's just going to keep be keeping the ball rolling and doing everything, doing everything that I'm doing now, just scaling it up. You know, I would love to be on the road. I would love to have another couple CDs under my belt and, you know, just be continuing to do what I'm doing now. Cool. And I love that you said scaling that up. In your terms, what does scaling your business or what does scaling your band mean to you? Scaling it up, you know, just reaching more people. Again, kind of going back to that momentum thing on both a business level and a personal level. You know, I would love to be playing in front of more people. I I would love for, you know, my music to resonate with as many people as possible. So the more people hear it, the better, the the larger the following, the more it's realistic for me to be able to sustain myself. But also... On a personal note, bettering myself as a musician, you know, there's always more to learn. There's always somebody better at you at your craft. So, you know, in three years from now, I would love to have a much broader palette to make all sorts of different kinds of music. That kind of leads me into my next question, too, is is how do you see yourself gaining that momentum and, and scaling your business and your bands like that? But it sounds like, I mean, you're definitely on the right track. You're experiencing different levels of sound and music and just definitely, I would imagine that would broaden the type of people that are listening to you as well, correct? Yes, most definitely. So you're not kind of sticking just to one genre. It's it's multiple avenues you're trying to hit, I believe. On a personal promotion level, yes, I think that that helps me a lot because, you know, I play... I play in this kind of metal band. I play in a death metal band. I do acoustic stuff. I'm playing in a funk band. So, you know, there's a different audience with all of those those different acts. So, you know, if I'm playing a couple nights a month where it's in front of all sorts of different people, you know, my audience, my personal audience is much broader than it would be if I was just playing with one act. 
that totally opens up to a whole nother segment that I could touch on. And, and just a question on that real quick is, you know, you have so many bands, but it sounds like you're branding yourself ultimately, correct? Not just an individual band because you are, you have multiple avenues, multiple projects. Is it something you're doing really is just to kind of build yourself as your brand? I would say so. Yes. I think it's, you know, any sort of promotion I get for myself, no matter what the avenue is going to ultimately come back around to all of my other projects. You know, I'm a diehard for my band Assault. And, you know, that's, that's the number one, that band is, is, and has always been my baby. So, you know, everything I do kind of comes back to that, but yeah, you know, it only helps in the long run. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It's really good advice. Really good. Let me ask you this, your biggest learning experience that you've had thus far in your career as a musician, what would that be? It's all kind of just been one collective learning experience. You know, there is the clear end goal and, you know, there is this long and winding path leading up to it. And and I think all of the lessons I've learned are, are a part of the experience and part of one big lesson. A lot of the things about momentum, I said, go into that. But also, you know, there, there's a lot to learn about self-development and, and willpower and focus when it comes to this stuff. I mean, there is a lot of elbow grease you have to put in, especially when you stay as busy as I do, you know, time management. Well, let me ask you this. And, and you bring up some things that I like to get kind of more gritty on things, right? And more, more kind of in-depth and specific. Yeah, uh, later. Just me. so people can hopefully relate to and again hear your experiences. So that elbow grease, tell people like what do you do for practice? How much as a business owner, I know I have to set so much time aside to build my business. And that's a lot of hard work, right? People don't understand how tough it is to build yourself, build your brand and build your career or, or, you know, build your businesses. But in your level, what does it take? What's that commitment from you on a personal level to build your expertise? It is very tedious. I will say that countless late night rehearsals, a lot of just picking up and playing the guitar whenever I can. On average, what do you say? How much do you practice per day? It depends. Sometimes, some, I mean, sometimes I, I will play between eight and 12 hours a day. Yesterday was one of those days. I had practice in the morning for about two hours. I played a little bit in between that. My next one, I did another three-hour rehearsal and then another three-hour rehearsal after that. So sometimes you do have to balance it out. You know, some days I won't play guitar at all just because, okay, I need to actually go grocery shopping. I need to do laundry. I need to, you know, take care of myself. And it's easy to lose sight of those things when when you're so focused on what it is you're doing. So let me ask you this. In a week's period, how many days do you not practice? Maybe two. I mean, if if you count... If you count just playing in general, I usually play every day. Unless I'm exhausted and caught up with other things, I, I at least pick up the guitar and, and noodle around for a couple minutes. That is amazing, amazing commitment. Another thing you said that piqued my interest is discipline, self-discipline. Explain, or if you can't explain it, are there situations where, because I follow you, I know you obviously, and and in the bars and in these big venues that you play at, there's got to be some temptation and an easy way to kind of let yourself slip or, or relax a little more. But it seems like from what you say, that self-discipline 
is always there for you. Can you explain in what ways do you have maybe on the road where it's self-discipline or in the shows where that self-discipline comes into play? It's all about balance. You know, I mean, if you're working hard, you know, it, it never killed anybody to have a drink or two and decompress when it's finally showtime. And honestly, it will make you play a little bit better, at least in my experience. It loosens you up. You know, you get up there and, and your muscles are tense and you're nervous and stuff. It can help, but you certainly don't want to overdo it by any means either, because that's just going to hurt your playing the next day and, and days to come. You know, with, with willpower and discipline, that is something I'm definitely still working on myself, but just positive self-talk and just saying, hey, I got to do this because it matters to me. It might be hard in the moment, but you're still working towards that end goal and you can't lose sight of that. And, you know, you still have to realize too that you're doing what you love, or at least I'm doing what I love. So, you know, as much of a chore as it may seem sometimes, you know, you can always look at it from a different perspective and, and shed some light on you know, having to sit down and, and learn a bunch of songs in a short time manner, whatever it may be. And instead of thinking, oh, this is terrible, I have to do all this stuff and whatever, you can frame it as I'm still playing music. I'm getting paid to do what I love. I have to put in some some hours and some work and make some sacrifices to make it happen. But, you know, when it's all said and done, it's all coming around just back to that dream is, you know, sustaining myself playing music. For sure. So a ton of great advice, a ton of great experiences. I'm still curious though, the end all be all biggest, most memorable experience thus far, whether it's in your musician career, what would that be? There are a couple, if you don't mind. There's a, one of the highlights was definitely the tour I just went on my first tour ever. It was the most like myself I've felt in a long time. It was really a beautiful experience just to be crammed in a van with a bunch of smelly dudes for a week. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it sounds like awful on paper. You're just eating gas station hot dogs and you're not showering for days on end, but it builds character, <laughs> you know, and, and you learn a lot about working with other people and being in a small enclosed space with them and, and, uh, you know, just, a lot of a lot of things that I can't even put into words that I learned on that, but probably one of the most rewarding and amazing things I did was playing at the high school rock off. I know it was some time ago, but you know, as a kid, I mean, when I first started playing at bands and stuff at the beginning of high school, I mean, that was the pinnacle of everything. It was amazing to to be able to to have first of all the fact that we're in Cleveland and we have you know this awesome avenue for young kids to get up on stage a real big stage in front of all of their friends and family and, and just rock out is so cool but the fact that i had you know that that was something that i had worked for all of high school was trying to win that competition you know that's some some elbow grease i put into that one but the last year we did it my senior year when i played with my band assault that was a pretty special experience i had never seen that many people show up to support us and i've never seen that many people go that crazy for us we we sounded good and and it was it was really just a surreal experience so that's awesome that's really really cool in everything you've had and experienced if you could give advice on how to be successful based on what you have gone through what would that be 
just keep going. It all goes back to the momentum and also don't lose sight of what you love. If you're doing anything in your life, you know, it shouldn't feel like a chore. At least I don't think, you know, if you're pursuing something you love, it, it never will, you know, so just, just don't, yeah, just hold on to the dream, up. I guess. Don't give up and, and yeah, just. That's huge. Listen, I love, this is one of the things why I wanted to start this podcast and it's just to talk to so many different people because no matter what industry you're in, ultimately it's the same thing, right? You love what you do. You made so many good points from what you experienced. Momentum is huge. You got to build off the momentum. Discipline. Don't quit. Keep going. I mean, there's so many things that you touched on that, again, myself as a business owner does as well. So it, it, it doesn't matter what industry you're doing or, or what your career is. It really falls down to the same principles that all of us need to have. You know, and, and I think you nailed it. I think one, I think you're doing an incredible job doing what you're doing as far as your career and, and your path, multiple paths that you have. So I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you spending time with me and, and having people understand kind of a little insight of what a musician's life is like and how they're building their business. So Dylan, let's hear some of the things of where, who can follow you? Where can we follow you? Where can we see you? How can we listen to you? Give all your information. Where can that be? Well, I just want to say I learned from the best. So thanks, Dad. But you can follow me at Dylan.Andrus on Instagram. Look me up on Facebook. It's just my name, Dylan Andrus. My band Assault is, by the time this comes out, the, our album will probably be released. It's our debut album. So follow us at Assault CLE. I also play for a metal band called Olathea. We're working on some new stuff right now, as well as another metal band called Mutilation Barbecue. That's the one I play bass in. Again, we're working on new stuff there too. Very excited for that. I do an acoustic duo, go by Dom and Dylan, just playing bar gigs around. You know, that's that's the one that pays the bills more than anything. But, you know, if if you ever want to go out and have some good food, maybe get a drink and see some cool music, definitely check us out. And I also am now playing in a funk band, pop band, everything band called Earthrise with some of the best musicians I know. So definitely give us a follow. We do a lot of really cool stuff. And if you want us to play a party or a wedding or whatever your shindig is, give us a call. We'll play anything. And you travel. Right? Yep. It's been traveling a lot recently too. With Assault and Mutilation Barbecue and Aletheia, the metal stuff, I've been doing a, a lot of regional out-of-state gigs this summer. And that's really cool because that was one of the dreams of mine and finally came to fruition. That's amazing. Well, I'm proud of you. Again, as, as you guys may have seen that uh, we have the same last name. I'm definitely biased when it comes to this interview. This is Zone as my son. So I know he definitely has some entrepreneurial spirit behind him. I do want to say I was the first influence for music for him, but we won't go there. But I'm super I proud of him. That's right. Uh, <laughs> some good poison. It is amazing to to see this individual grow and see where he started and where he's come from. A lot of great advice. He enlisted a lot of this. He is on his own. So he has gone through many life experiences that I hope you guys can relate to. Again, it was some good content. I just want to remind you, please subscribe. You know, you can find all of this information, our podcast, not only on Mission Matters, but at David, davidandrus.com is my email. You can definitely get a hold of me there. But the website, davidandrus.com, please follow us. Come on board. You know, again, ask any questions you have. Please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you'd like to hear. You know, give us some feedback. Was this a good interview? Was there other questions you'd like to hear? 
Would you like to be a guest on this show? We'd love to have you. So again, please check us out and subscribe, davidandrus.com. And I appreciate you guys being here for scaling your business. Until the next time, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.